Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. A podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football, preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, West Ham get a huge win over Chelsea. Everton turn it round against Arsenal. Newcastle get their first win of the season over Burnley. And City and Liverpool take advantage of Chelsea's loss as the title race begins to heat up. With that and lots to talk through, let's talk football. Well, hello everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. We are here for another week of chat and news and things that have been going on in the football world. Been an alright week, I think, this week. Seen some good football in the Premier League for sure. There has. Um, so should we let's just let's get straight in. Let's get straight let's just in. Dive in. Let's just dive in. West Ham Chelsea, obviously, massive. Absolutely massive. What a what a game that was. Yeah. Up there. It's Saturday lunchtime. Edward Mendy, what are you doing? Uh he just needs to get rid of it, doesn't he? Just get rid of it. <laughs> well, there's, there's that and the and the uh, Arthur Mazuaku winner that if you saw the angle from behind the goal, yeah, you could see that was going over his head. All he had to do was step to the right. Yeah. If he steps to the right, he puts it over the bar. That's it. <laughs> it's... And he didn't. He just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, that's uh, that's good. That, that's going in. Going in, oh. Fair play. Yeah. To be fair, though, I think he's just caught him. That one's just caught him by surprise. No one thought it was going to... No one could read that. I, I have a bit of sympathy with him, to be fair, on that he one. He caught him by surprise as quickly as he would have caught a cold, probably. Is it just kind of like he's taking his step to going out to go effectively try and yeah. get across, and then he's probably seen seen it, but his feet are going to be all in the wrong position because his weight's all going in that one direction out towards you know the penalty area and into the six yard box, and then all of a sudden he's got to shift it all, yeah, and and move back towards towards the guy. It was it was a free it was a free goal. Oh, it was a free goal, crikey! Yeah, For absolutely. Sure. Uh, you know, even he's had, you know, if he doesn't know where it's going, what he's intended to do with it, then how's the goalkeeper supposed to know? So I, I have Very some, true. I have Very some true. sympathy with him on the winner, but it was, uh, was it the the penalty? That he was mucking about. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So um, when he just just get rid of it, he's taken one touch, two touch. He wants a third touch, and all of a sudden, you know, he's he's under a lot of pressure and uh, makes a mistake. Massive win for West Ham. It was big. Massive win. You know, when Thiago Silva gets the first goal, you're just thinking, you know, here we go, Chelsea's on it again. And the yep. penalty happens. Then Mason Mount puts them back in front. Yeah. That was a good goal, by the way, that one. Yes, it was, yeah. yeah. Enjoyed that one. And then you say, okay, steady the ship, they're back in front. And then just the momentum just shifted then. Yeah, it was very surreal. West Ham, obviously, they just kept themselves in the game. Yeah, but it was, it was going fifty-fifty. It wasn't going. Well, that's it. Yeah, all well, towards West Ham's goal. It was for about five ten minutes, but other than that, they brought Lukaku on, and it it didn't really do anything. Yeah, I think they um, made a little move. I think to shift uh, before he came off. I think he shifted Lanzini into the centre midfield, kind of put an yeah. extra man in there to deal with Chelsea's midfield. And that made a big yeah. difference because it meant that Bowen got closer to Antonio's like a front two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and that that created the space that created the positional position as to where bowen found himself on the edge of the box and when he got his goal it's almost like david moyes knows what he's doing almost isn't it he's always been a good football operator though he has yeah and he and he is a legacy builder we saw that you know in his time at everton he can build a, a long term at a club if he's given the right environment yeah and even everton at times he didn't have the perfect environment no, but he found a team that could win football matches. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, fair play to West Ham on that one. That was a good, good solid start to the weekend, that. Yeah, yeah, enjoyable start to the weekend. I was trying to watch three games at once. Indeed. At 12.30 on Saturday. It's very difficult, the R12 kickoff. Yeah. Uh, I, don't really, I don't really know what kind of happened with Chelsea. I, I don't know how much of it was really Chelsea not being there but West Ham also are just on a on a wave at the minute I don't know it was yeah it, it was, was just a good game bizarre. of football it, it wasn't as if it was a port you know either side were well as if Chelsea had come up and were bad I didn't necessarily no. think Chelsea played badly there's obviously there's the mistakes and they got hounded at the back a bit more when they probably should have stopped playing it out and just got it up there a, a bit, bit quicker longer. yeah you know I know he went with Havertz didn't he rather than Lukaku but Lukaku's still finding his way back from from his injury, and I think he brought him on in the second half to try and they did, yeah, create that because I think because I think that's how they got in trouble with the penalty was that West Ham were no pinging them, to. yeah, and they just yeah. kept trying to pass their way out of it because they know they can't hit Havertz. But when you bring Lukaku on, it gives you that option. Yes, um, and that's something to aim at. Yeah. Exactly. But I don't. I, it was just those individual kind of errors that, of them getting. A bit sloppy, I thought, on the ball, Chelsea yeah, at times. Just a bad day at the office for Chelsea. Yeah, a bit slow, and they weren't they weren't at the pace that West Ham were just coming at them with, and the intensity that West Ham came at them with. Which they do, to be fair. West Ham do mm. when they get you in on the back foot, they keep yeah. at you. Well, that crowd comes up as well, you know. Yeah, it might not have the same atmosphere at, um, as Upton Park had, but. You know, you can still they do get behind fear. the team when they're playing well. Exactly, yeah. and that just energizes and gives the players more energy. So now I think um good win for West Ham. Puts them in a very good position. It does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, closes the gap to the sides above them a little bit. Yeah, and opens obviously opens up the gap now there. What um are there only two points ahead of Spurs? Yeah. After the win yeah, against after your win us. against Norwich, but you've got game in hand against them. We have, yeah. Who's, who's your game? Who's it against? Burnley. Burnley. Okay. I mean, yeah. no guarantees in the Premier League, but no fancy no, Spurs to win that. As they, as the old adage says, there's a long way to go yet. Indeed. Indeed. Slowly, slowly catchy monkey. Yeah, and then like they're three points ahead of United. Um, so you know, it puts them in a solid position in that fourth. Yeah. They're, still gonna, they're going to be fighting for the European places come the end of the season. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And, of course, that slip-up then from Chelsea left the door open for City and Liverpool to go ahead of them. Yeah. Liverpool, both... obviously, leaving it very late against Very Wolves. late. Origi. Very late. He just has this knack, doesn't he, Origi? He does. And I saw a tweet from somebody and when Liverpool scored. I was like, that's what champions do. They find a way. Well, yeah, they find a way, but it's just this thing with Origi. He's, it's amazing how better he is as a substitute as when he starts. Yeah. Like he's just a better footballer coming off a bench. Is it because everyone's tired? Maybe, 
maybe that's what, got more what it is. Sort but... of room to run around. That might be that might be one of the reasons why it is that way, but yeah, no. And last gas minute for uh, Liverpool because they didn't play great. No, they weren't at their best. They weren't at their best. Wolves did have a few chances to win the game, just didn't take them. Yeah, I mean, obviously they dominated the ball, which you expect them to. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but a lot of the shots. Just, they... You could just see in that last ten minutes though that they were going further back. Wolves, obviously, they had the one that. Cody cleared off the line. Yeah. Brilliant block, by the way. Talk about put your body on the line. And, yeah, you could see it was coming, but you were just like, come on, Wolves, hang on. Wasn't they deserved a point, to be fair to them. Yeah, just for the, the work that they put in, in that respect. But, I mean, they it's were... To slow Liverpool down, is it's not easy. It's not easy, yeah. but, you know, Liverpool were there within them, but it was just within the final third for Liverpool. It wasn't quite happening for them, was it? No. Sam was making some good saves. He was, yeah, say obviously the defenders were giving it their all as well. Yeah. But it wasn't to be. Arigi turns up with that last gasp. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. and keeps, well, I say keeps Liverpool's title hopes alive. I mean, it was never, it was never going to be vanquished with a, with a draw at Wolves. But um, no. it, it helps them get for a them, couple of hours. It gets them ahead of, Gets it gets him ahead of Chelsea, got him ahead of City for that for that small time period. And then of course City go to Watford. And it was fairly comfortable. Bernardo yeah. Silva just stole the show there. He's oh he did. The great. goal from the angle was yeah. amazing finish. Oh it was. It really was a good finish. And he's just he's been at his best this season, I feel. Considering he was the one that was supposed to leave in the summer. Yeah. He's been probably their best attacker this year. Yeah, I like Bernardo Silva. He's, he's a good player. He's a talented, obviously a very talented footballer. And got some, got a high level of quality, that's for sure. And he was very, very good, again, for Man City. Yeah, a relentless City. They, they do. They just keep at you. They, yeah. You just got. You just get no rest. No. Uh, you know they've got the best. They've got some of the best talented footballers in the world, and they still put the shift in that they put in. Yeah. And they play some really. Amazing football. They had seventy-seven percent of the ball. Yeah, I just see that, and it was yeah. I mean, that is out. That is an outrageous number. The Watford players must have been out of it by the end of that game. Yeah, Imagine ha having twenty-three percent of the ball, and then you've had to chase City around practically, probably for about I don't know seventy, eighty minutes of that game. They've, probably they've had four times as many passes. Yeah. And a ninety-one pass accuracy. Yeah, that's uh, that's hard. That's and insane. It, they had twenty-six <laughs> shots and thirteen of them on target. Yeah. The fact yeah, that they Backman, only Backman was very busy. The fact that they only <laughs> scored three. Is, yeah, it's not a great conversion rate, is it? <laughs> it's not brilliant, but you know what I mean. It's like they're just <laughs> they're just a force to be reckoned with. Come on, come on, Pep, sort them out. Yeah, sort them out. Get them in some finishing drills. Yeah. What he needs to do. Does. But no, I really like Rod Rodri as well. He's just, he's the start like of everything Rodri, for him. Yeah. I do like Rodri. It's a shame. He's, it's a he's shame a, where he plays. It's a shame he's at that side of the city, but he's a very, very, very um, big fan of Rodri. Yeah. I think he goes, because obviously he's got all that talent around him. And I think he sometimes goes a little un underappreciated. He does, yeah. Yeah, because he plays that just... Yeah. yeah, he slipped into that Fernandinho role so easily. You wouldn't, you know... You think about how over the years, like 
Arsenal lost Fiero and United lost Keane, you know, and on all these types of players that when they leave, leave a big hole in the centre of your midfield. Yeah. And Fernand Fernandinho's got to the end of his career and they've managed to get Rodri in before for even Fernandinho's finished. Yeah. And as you say, he's just slotted in seamlessly. Yeah. And it's yeah. ridiculous. Very, very good. So a good, solid win for City. Best thing I can say for Watford. What's that? At least it was only 3-1. It was only 3-1. But, you know, for Watford, it's like... Doesn't get, doesn't take your goal difference a battering. No. And, and City coming into town, it's always going to be rough. Unless you, know you get them on the first day of the season. Yeah. I mean, they're still one goal up on their goal difference over the two Manchester clubs. So they can, uh, they can be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Watford won't be worried too much. I'm not getting, no one's going to judge Watford on having to play City. No, definitely not. No. For sure. I mean, they're what, 17th at the minute. Yeah, they're going to be looking over their shoulder. The teams below them are starting to stir oh, yeah. a little bit. Well, we don't know what's going to happen with that Burnley Tottenham game yet. No. When that's going to fit into the calendar. If it's going to fit it, into the calendar. Because <laughs> it might get to, but the thing is, yeah, it might get to a point if Tottenham are getting to, not, you know, end stages of the European competition. We might end up playing that in like April, May time. Exactly. Yeah. And if you get to that latter stage, will you want to rotate because all of a sudden there's a European trophy up for grabs and Who but knows there's a lot to happen, happen between then and oh, now yeah. and then. So um, yeah, we're now get we're now getting into the tasty part of the season. My yeah, there's lots, part of the lots season. going on. Lots going on indeed. So as we're down that end of the table, big win for Newcastle. Huge win for Newcastle. Finally off the mark. Huge win. They had a bit of help, but it was a huge win oh, for them. Yeah, it was definitely a, a nice nice bit of help. But it was Callum Wilson to get the goal. And he was always going to be the one, I think, that they needed to get them these types of goals in these games. Yeah, they've just got to keep him fit. Indeed. Yeah, they really do. And, the and, and St. Maximum. They've got to yeah. keep both of those. Those two need to stay fit. You know, whatever they do in January, they'll still need those two players. Absolutely. If they're going to start, because they're the ones that are going to create and get the goals for them. They seem to be a lot better going forward, Newcastle. Well, they will under Eddie Howe because it's, he, you know, he's always been that type of manager, hasn't he? To yeah, get a team playing on the ball. But obviously, towards the end with Bournemouth, the problem was defensively. Yes. Yeah. Keeping the yeah keeping the door yeah keeping the end, keeping that keeping that shape. Um, and he lost Bournemouth. That Bournemouth lost their shape towards the end of his time with Bournemouth. And so I think for hit for, and that'll be Newcastle's biggest challenge because, you know, Wilson's always got a chance of getting you a goal. Set maximum has got the chance of doing something special, getting you a goal. Yeah. Can you, you know, keep it quiet at the yeah, other end? Exactly. You know, and, and is a big thing for him having him back. Oh yeah, having having your number one back in goal. Yeah. Will help organise that back, but they might. You might find that Newcastle when they look at January. They might try and get some sort of attacking player to support them, you yeah. know, to support and, those and front, a few front other right. defenders. Perhaps. But then, yeah, look at maybe a maybe a centre back, yeah, or, or you know, maybe well, yeah, they could just do the the best of respect to those four that played at the weekend. And, you know, they got a clean sheet. Yeah, but Burnley aren't necessarily the most prolific of teams in the league. No. No, and I'm, I'm starting to be like you. I'm starting to worry about Burnley. Yeah, Burnley, Burnley could be. But, I mean, they're still... 
We're still only, th what, three points behind? Yeah, three points behind Watford. With that game in hand, but obviously we don't know when that's going to get played. We've yeah. just talked about that. But, but it's, it's a game, Newcastle, that you would expect them to get something from. Oh, absolutely. But you would, you know, it's, it's still away from home. They're not going to necessarily... You know, they're, they're, they're not away going to dominate form. the ball or anything like that, yeah. no. They're, but their away would... form isn't going to judge. It never, it never does down the bottom end of the league. No, it's all yeah. about your home games. Your home yeah. form is normally the, the thing that keeps you in the Premier League and how you perform in, in those 19 games. Well, you know, if even if you take the top five out of those 13, 14 games yeah. that you've got, you know, and then you can go away and get a few points here and there. You know, if you can eight, nine... 10 of those, that's 30 points straight on the board. And then you're starting to get some points elsewhere. Everything else is a bonus. Then it's a good foundation to work on. Yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, Burnley and Newcastle. I mean, it wasn't the most exciting game in the world, I'll be honest. But <laughs> it, was a, it was a big game. It was an important game for both, both the clubs, particularly Newcastle. But Newcastle get their first win of the season. Yep. 15th attempt. Well done, Newcastle. Well done. Finally there. Oh, I want to talk about Leeds-Brentford. Okay. Go very, for it. Very, very fun game, that one. Yeah, it was end-to-end. -end. Had everything. And then Paddy yeah. Bamford coming on. Off his knee. Off his knee. Coming back from his injury, getting the goal. Do you know why I think he scored that goal? Why? The goalkeeper. Fun. Their goalkeeper was obviously in the penalty area because of the time it was in the game. Yeah. When you send the goalkeeper up... The confusion. It confuses everybody. Yeah, yeah it does. Because no one knows who to mark. Yeah. So like, all of a sudden you've got this guy in here... Who's it, not supposed to be here. Yeah. And who may be quite tall. <laughs> Which he is. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, well, who's picking him up? And yeah. normally all you've got free are your fullbacks on the posts. Yeah. Old school-wise. Or, or one of your attacking players on the edge of the box who, who won't necessarily want to be in the box for a corner yeah. or be one of your tallest players yeah true, true. no i don't I, I, I do want to kind of talk about um i mean calvin phillips the last few weeks because i kind of feel like with calvin i don't know what's happened to him necessarily with bielsa because he, he played him at center back didn't he the other week mm -hmm. and then he bought he bought another he bought another center back on but didn't move calvin into midfield he just took him off yeah and they were talking about this last week i saw a thing in the paper they asked him whether he'd had a falling out with bielsa yeah it was like no of course i haven't oh well, you would you're not, gonna, gonna, well, you're not yeah. gonna say anything else publicly <laughs> are you but it's just it feels it feels odd because you know considering the euros they had for england and how great he is in that england team but something just doesn't quite seem right at Leeds with him at the minute. No, it doesn't. We came on, Click came on for him at the weekend. Yeah, after about, what, 50-odd uh, minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's not exactly a like-for-like -like change. No. Click's more of a an attacking player than what Calvin Phillips is. But even even so, you kind of would expect, you know, Calvin's probably, you know, in the England team especially, he's the one that, He's starting the press a lot of the time to get the ball yeah. back higher up the pitch. So I just, is, I just find yeah, it strange. It's a bit and he, weird, isn't he it? is probably, yeah. you know, in there in that middle of the pitch. You've got to say that he looks the most talented option that they have in that part of the mm. field. Yeah, definitely. 
So I, I don't really, I don't really understand what's happened there. But some, I feel like something is going on with with Calvin Phillips. Could be. Obviously, there was rumours of him going somewhere in the summer, wasn't there? Yeah. That people were looking at him, and maybe, maybe there's just a bit of pressure on him from Bielsa to, you know, to do better and to do another job, perhaps. I don't know. Well, it's an interesting one. It is, but. As, as I always say, time will tell on these things and maybe it's just a bad patch of form that Calvin's going through and we can... Could be, could you piece that, yeah. But we'll uh, we'll find out, we'll find out. Um, but yeah, no, that game was really good, entertaining, enjoyed it. Always love a last-minute equaliser. Yeah, good bit of fun. Good bit of fun. Uh, do you want to talk about Spurs? Let's do it, let's talk about Tottenham. You don't get to talk and... about Spurs winning very often. No, no, so we're going to talk about it now. Did you see Lucas Moura's goal? Of course. Call off our goal of the season competition. The we Tottenham have the one. winner. The Tottenham one, maybe. The Tottenham, yeah, that's why it's our goal of the season competition. <laughs> we have the winner. Not the let's talk we are not going to get any better than that. I was right behind it. Yeah. And you could see that going in all the way. Tim Call had no chance. Yeah, it was one of them, weren't it? He was. Just, you just admire it. You just look at it and you go, you, you just know what? Fair, it. You just, just go, fair play. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. You've, <laughs> yeah, you've, you've, put, you've done us there. You've put that in the top. Yeah. I've got no That's chance. His first goal of the season as well. Yeah. Which is surprising, really. Surprising. He doesn't score many, Lucas Mora. He should yeah. score more, though, I feel. He should score more. And I think he will under Conte. Where we play with the three of them together, it kind of. They were, they were moving about very well and. Yeah. yeah. But I have to say, I was <laughs> saying this to a friend the other day, having seen all of the three promoted sides now, yeah, which is what I normally do. I normally wait till I've seen all three of them before I say who's the best out of the three. Yeah, Norwich were by far the best of the three I've seen so far. Mm. If they could finish, it would be a, it would have been a much more interesting game. Yeah, but they couldn't. No, they did miss a few chances, didn't they? They missed one in particular in the first half that Pookie should have done better I mean, with. They only had one shot on target. Which was the one that Laurie saved from Pookie. Yeah. yeah. But but they had a few half chances, a few that just went agonisingly away from somebody else. And they had more of the ball. They did. They did. They dominated the ball. We were playing on the counter quite a lot, second half. Obviously, Sun's goal came yeah, from we, a counter attack. Exactly. And when you score as early as Mora did, I can't, it kind of puts the impetus on the opposition. It does. It means yeah. they have to got to. They've come yeah. out and try and play then. Exactly. Yeah. And if you want so, to play counter-attacking football, it kind of just goes here. Well, come on then. Yeah, it plays into our hands really. Yeah. Ben Davis had a really good game. Mm. I'm delighted for Ben because he's an unsung hero of our team. He gets a lot of stick because he's not the quickest. Yeah. He might not necessarily play the best football, but he's yeah, that. He plays. He's playing as like a left centre back, isn't he? At the minute, he is at the minute. Yeah, in the in the back three. Yeah. Obviously, he flicked on the ball for Davison Sanchez's goal. Yep. And he passed the ball to Sonny for his. So, if you have him in your fantasy team, well done. Indeed. Well, I think he only got he only got one of the assists, I think. Did he only get given one? He only got given one. Well, that's that's a crime. So, Son's goal. Have. So, he didn't, get, he didn't get the one for Sanchez. He didn't get the one for Sanchez's one? No. Who flicked it on to him? Davison Sanchez just put his foot through it. In fact, I'm not <laughs> sure... It doesn't really say who got 
Here's this for that. Oh, well, we'll put both in. It's it kind both. It kind of just says the assist for Son. Yeah. For Lucas Moura, and then but then Ben Davis getting the assist for uh, for the last goal, for Son's goal. All right. Yeah. No, it just says Davinson but, Sanchez. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, give so you this. But he won the flick no on. assist. There's no assist for that goal. He definitely won the flick on. So I'm giving it to him. <laughs> so, but you only get one assist on your fantasy teams, guys. Not two. Oh. But up to fifth, as you said earlier. Yeah. Up Game to in fifth. Hand on the teams above us. Yep. Yeah, so it puts Spurs in a, in a pretty good dis- uh, position, really, from out of nowhere, really. To be fair, it's been a crazy season from our perspective. Yeah, yeah, we've we've, we've really been know- top of the table. Yeah, mid-table, and now we're back. It's, back it's, in that direction. So no one's really, no one's really noticed that Spurs have just appeared. No, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, they're like just, going under the radar. They're just sort of all of a sudden. Yeah, we're in fifth now. Yeah, we can catch West Ham. Yeah, it was a disappointment that they won because obviously, if, if oh yeah, yeah, they gone. They above hadn't them. won. We'd have gone above them. Yeah, never mind. We catch you. Not to be this week, but maybe next week. <laughs> maybe next week. Villa. Gerard beating his former manager. Yes. Yeah, former Liverpool manager, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, Henry Cons are getting two goals. I know. I mean, laughing, isn't it, really? Just like, yeah. He I'd... is. He's playing really well this season, though, Conza. Now, did you see the thing with Jacob Ramsey? I didn't see that incident, no. The goal that was disallowed? No, I didn't see it. So, my interpretation of that rule... So, Gashford Michael had his hand on the ball. Yeah, yeah. So he had his hand in, Casper. He had his hand on the ball as it was coming in. I know yeah. that much. And then he kind of, he was only one hand though, wasn't it? It was only one hand. I thought you had to have two hands on the ball before you were deemed to be but in control of the ball as the Yeah, goal. exactly. The rule is around being in control. But have you seen the size of Casper Michael's hands? <laughs> yes. He only needs one like hand to work. control the ball. Yeah. yeah. But no, that's, Very difficult that's to my pick ball, up a ball now. with one hand. Yeah, but Kasper can. He's just got got huge hands. Yeah, but it, it, you know what it does say seem, about a man with does... big hands. No, I don't. To be honest, big big gloves, big feet. All oh, right. <laughs> but I'd have kind of said with that one though that I think I do think it is a bit harsh that it yeah, happens. It is because you know the ball is there to be won. He's not endangering the goalkeeper if he hasn't got his second hand on it. Yeah, is it? Exactly. At that point, as long as he stays low on the ball, yeah. Which but I guess at the same he did, he time, just kicked it. Yeah, yeah, but I guess at the same time, the rule might be there to prevent something potentially happening that damages a goalkeeper's yeah. hand, and that might you're be in, you're endangering player safety. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and if if Casper gets a broken hand and he's out for six weeks, but you know, you know because it, it's not necessarily that Ramsey is you know he stayed low and nicked it, but what if someone had slid in in desperation, comes over the top, goes into the hand, onto the ball. That's that's a different yeah. outcome then, isn't it? But then you, that's what your backup goalkeeper's for. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but if you can avoid injuring footballers... I mean, if you can better. avoid injuring the first-choice goalkeeper, absolutely. But... So let's... let's I, don't, I know poor, people feel think that generally... Think of poor old Danny Ward, I know people... who wants to get on the field... I know that people generally feel that goalkeepers get a lot of protection, but I do think their hands are probably quite important for them to protect. And, you know, if he can reach it and he's got his hand on it and he's got that big glove on it, he might say, I've got control of that ball. That's mine. That's like saying, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) 
that's just my, my my thoughts on it my thoughts on it yeah yeah no yeah your your point of view is valid it's wrong but it's valid well he's not wrong <laughs> right um but Move oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> harvey barnes on the score sheet for leicester which is good to see yeah he's, yeah, bit, he, he's looked were... a bit out of sorts lately well, he has... leicester having generally to be fair not just harvey barnes not just this weekend no been a bit up and down, a bit up, up and down, Leicester. Yeah, I think they've. And they find the themselves thing with in Leicester that is obviously you expect them to be sort of topish, pushing on for the European places. They're not that far away from it. Absolutely not. No, Leicester are. Uh, they're in the conversation. You know, they're only well, they're four and four points behind seventh now. Yeah, but they're still. As you say, they're still in the conversation. It's yeah. not like they're languishing down the bottom. You know, they're just having a bit of bad luck in game sometimes. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think they're necessarily playing great though, Leicester. They don't seem to be playing as well as they did last year. No. No, the, the level doesn't seem to no, be the, clicking. Enough. The level has definitely yeah. dropped off from last season. That's for sure. That is for sure. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Arsenal Everton. That okay. was a game of incident. It was a game full of incident. Absolutely. I mean, ben, crazy game. Ben Godfrey. Yes. How he's, he's a lucky boy. How he's got away with that, I will never know. He's a lucky, lucky boy. He, he's he's a really good actor. Yeah. Well, he's, stamping on he, somebody's face. You have to be that good an actor to fool Mike Dean. I don't know, but he trod on him <laughs> and then was kind of like, oh no, it was, oh, oh, wasn't me, oh, Gov. No. Arms in the air. Well, I didn't know he was there. Yeah, no. And to I be fair to Tommy Ashu, he he firmed that. He just got up. Yeah. And was just like, yeah, my face is actually bleeding. But I'm all right. Don't worry. It's fine. There was no response from him, though, to kind of like get no. or anything. What a temperament that guy's got. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of... And what I couldn't believe, actually, is that there wasn't a reaction from the rest of the Arsenal players to it. No. But there was a few players around it. Mm. I mean, for me, that may sum up the issue at Arsenal. You know, their, their inconsistencies are coming from. Yeah. It's just like, well, where's that? You know, if that happens to any other, with any other club, yeah, and they see it, there's a, there's a, there is a brawl in shooting. And no, we don't, okay, well, we kind of do. I can't find it fun when they all start yes. playing handbags. It is quite yeah. fun. Just start shouting out, it's him, son, go on. Yeah, and all, all that stuff. But, um, <laughs> At the same time, it's like, where's the fight for that? Yeah. For that moment? I mean, your colleague's just been had a boot in his face while he's on the floor. Yeah. And there was there was no reaction to it. There was just no nothing. Jacka was on the pitch, so you don't know why there wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe Arteta's put him on sedatives to calm him down. Maybe. But then looking at the team. Obviously, where the where that was, where that took place, it's only really Xhaka. I mean, Thomas Party, I don't think would be like that, would he? Really? Yeah, you, you kind of feel he's got a bit about him, but like even bit, someone like yeah. Gabriel, I think you'd expect him to kind of. Yeah, if he sees it. Yeah, yeah you'd expect. And, and he, or even and, Ben White. And from, yeah. yeah, from their position. I mean, I think Ben White was involved, sort of in the play, wasn't he? Yeah. As well, but so he might not. He might have been concentrating on what was happening in front of him. But you know, Gabriel is looking across that way. You've got yeah. to have some of your forward players. Saka was probably looking at it. Yeah. When it happened up there, and you just kind of think, where's the, where's the out, where's the 
I just didn't understand. I didn't understand yeah. any other club. Any other club? There's 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 a brawl ensuing on the back of that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if that was us, Pierre would be in there like a shot. Yeah. It'd have been awesome. What's going to on? To have a bit of a shove. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, you, yeah. United have had Scott McTominay probably up there, and oh, no doubt. Yeah. He'd have been. He'd have been straight in there. Maguire probably would have got involved. Yeah. Ronaldo would have. <laughs> Ronaldo would have had a wobbled. Yeah, he would have had a wink. Would have had a wink. <laughs> get him sent off. Love it. Have a wink. Um, Careful how you say that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's uh, it was strange. It in was some strange. ways, it kind of epitomised that because it's just like, yeah, they they went in, in front, didn't they, Arsenal? Yeah. But I never felt like Everton were out of the game. No. No, no. Obviously, Nobody. third time lucky for Richarlison. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's two disallowed goals. Rightfully disallowed goals. Yes. I thought. There's yeah, nothing wrong with. Second one them. was like, oh, that's close. Yeah. But it was offside. Yeah. And then Damari Gray's goal. Oh, what, what a goal! What a finish. Oof. I mean, the fact that they only paid single figures in terms of millions for oh, him. Oh Christ! Yeah. That's a bargain. Absolutely bargain outrageous. Yeah. yeah. Absolute. Absolutely. Got him on the cheap. Did. For sure. And that relieves a little bit of pressure on Rafa. It does. A little bit. It does. So, apparently I... there was a walkout planned. Oh, no. I saw it. It was hilarious on the 27th minute. And yeah. about, I don't know, maybe 50, 60 people walked out of the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. It might be more <laughs> yeah. than that. It might it might scale up might, as I was looking at it. It might be more 80, 90. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just like, I watched it and I was like, well, this is the worst walkout protest I've ever seen in my life. And even the rest of the fans started chanting the club's name instead. Yeah. And people started booing what, and everything. Yeah, what I was yeah. really interested about was if Everton had taken the lead before that got there, yeah. I reckon it would have been even fewer people to, Probably. to, to leave. Yeah. And I bet you a lot of them only went out to the concourse, spent five, back. ten minutes in the concourse. So actually, <laughs> it's early. Let's get the pies in early. Let's get the pies in now for half time because there's no yeah. queue because there's no one yeah. come out with us. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the loo. We'll have a quick wee, get the pies, and we'll be back out for the second half. No yeah. problem. And I bet that I, I can guarantee that's what happened. If you did go home, you missed your side winning at home. Yeah, which doesn't happen. <laughs> which has happened. It's very often this season. No. What a what a way, what a time to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. It was quite limp. That uh, protest, I must yeah. say. It didn't have much support. It didn't have much support. Uh, which I think leaves us with two games left to talk about. Southampton, Brighton. Yeah, Nilmo pay to the rescue again. Yeah, I mean, 98, 90, 98th minute is pushing it now, Brighton, to be quite honest. Yeah, you want to try get, and score a little bit earlier than you, that. You get, you're getting into the realms of, of Steve Bruce in the early 90s for Man yeah. United with that one. But, but did you see his um, touch? Oh, it was... Oh, He's just got that in him, though, hasn't he? Yeah, but to pluck that... Out of yeah, the air just, like that. Just, dead. just like, yeah, it's my ball now. Yeah, it's an amazing touch. This ball belongs to me. It's good. Southampton should have been out of sight, to be fair. Yeah, they had many, many chances, didn't they? they, did. they had some, and not just, they had good chances. Yeah. Because when you look at, if you just look at the pure stats, I mean, they both had 14 shots, four on target, both teams. Yeah. So in some ways, it, it's, it's pretty level. But I think the bigger chances came to Southampton, didn't they? They did, yeah. They missed the... A hatful, as they say. Indeed. 
So no, um, both clubs are being pretty steady. I mean, well, Southampton has started to steady again, I should say. Yeah. Because they had a bit of a rocky start, and they are. They're not far off the bottom, but they're peering over their Palace. shoulder a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But you know, they're on the same, the same results of as Leeds right now. And I think it might only be goals scored that's keeping Leeds above them. Yeah, just the one. Yeah. Just the one goal between them. So yeah. But sixteen sixteen points. Yeah, they'll be they'll be a bit worried at Southampton. They they did have a rocky patch. Yeah. But that's heating up down there, I think. Leeds. It's starting to get interesting. Yeah. Oh it is. It's starting to take shape now, isn't it? Yeah. Um and someone will fall back down in, into it, whether that be Palace or Brentford. I don't see Everton or Leicester being dragged down. Oh, the conversation, no. Over, over the course. So I think you are looking at uh, Brentford down. For the moment. Yeah. But for now, yeah, is, is how it's looking like. The uh, the relegation battle is going to start to take shape over, over the Christmas period. Yeah. And then that just leaves us with uh, Man United Palace with Ralph's first game in charge at Old Trafford. Yeah. And An unspectacular start. Unspectacular in many res- respects, but quite a big change in the way that Man United playing. Yeah. Considering he had about 45 minutes with them on the grass. Yes. On, yeah. sat- on Saturday morning, I think it was. Because um, obviously the players would have been recovering on Friday. From, from Thursday's game. Yeah, yeah, from the game on Thursday against Arsenal, which we haven't talked about. But, I mean... I don't even no, I don't even want to get into that. We, we, we oh, no, you it. lost, it's, didn't you? Did you? Did no, we, we won. Lose? We won. Did but you? The most ridiculous goal that Smith Rowe scored. Oh, I, I didn't see it to be honest. So, so De Gea gets stamped on by Fred in fairness, and he goes down injured from a corner. Right. No one sees that De Gea's on the floor. Smith come ball comes out to Smith Rowe. He smacks it in the goal. And it's not so much okay. The goal needed to stand. There's no. There's no way of getting around that but Maguire didn't even go and have a word with Aubameyang to kind of go look our player was injured I mean the answer was probably going to be no yeah <laughs> but the fact that he never turned up and said look you know our player's down he's injured he's been you know he's proper down it wasn't as if he'd just gone down it was it was a proper scrape down the back of his leg but he was from Fred it wasn't as if he was necessarily putting it on you know, there was nothing from Maguire just to kind of go, hang on a minute. He was too busy arguing with the referee about why have you given it as a goal. Well, I don't think the referee had a choice. He had to give a goal because he hasn't stopped the play for the injury and the ball's gone in the net. It's a goal. You know, it wasn't an Arsenal player that fouled De Gea. So it stands, it's a goal. And that, I would you know, never have a problem with, with the referee. You know, the referee's decision there, he didn't, he didn't really have an option. But I thought... At the very least, Maguire, go and have a word with Aubameyang, your opposition captain, and kind of at least attempt to go, look, that's gone on. Now, come on, be fair, be sporting, and let's give it back. But what got me even more was the way that Arsenal celebrated scoring a goal like that. You'd thought they'd have won the FA Cup. (laughs) Honest to God, the celebration was way over the top considering how they scored. I was thinking, what, you think that goal's worth celebrating? I'm saying nothing. But, <laughs> just, it's just another one to add to the to the history of that fixture. But um, yeah, the second half, then we just absolutely bad Arsenal. Yeah, at least Fred is in the right this week. Fred has done. 
Fred has been very well. And, and I've said this before. I think he gets a lot of stick that he doesn't deserve. And and even from that game at Crystal Palace, kind of showed more than anything his ability to work off the ball. Yeah, he was in the right place at the right time. You know, he's he's closing down, he's pressing. He was... And I think the way we got... I think the way that Rag, Ragnick has set us up in that kind of narrow formation helps Fred. Because he, yeah. he hasn't got a spray of 40-yard pass out wide no. to find someone. He can just win the ball back, which is what he does very, very well, and then give it quick into Bruno yeah. or into Sancho, who is, you know, on his side, or to Tellez, and just get rid of the ball quick and let them guys kind of create, which is essentially what he's... What he's supposed to do. What he's yeah. supposed to be doing, rather than him having to pick the ball up at, on, on his, in his own half and then having all the players run away from him. Yeah. And then he's got to find a pass. But to be fair... He doesn't necessarily have that ability. No. And then because all these players have run away from him, we lose the ball and we're straight under pressure. And I think that's what was causing a lot of the problems for United. But as soon as Ragnick's pushed the whole team further up the pitch, squeezed them in. I mean, they didn't run any further than they did in the last game or against the, in the Watford game. But because we were winning the ball higher up the pitch, you haven't got to be, you haven't got to make a 30 yard sprint to close down a player. You've only got to make a ten-yard sprint. Yeah, or in some, so you know, some cases, the game to essentially playing in one half rather than the well, other. Yeah, and I think that's whole yeah. that's Ragnick's whole thing, isn't it? Is kind of like play the game in the opposition's half. Yeah, which is so push yeah, the team it's, up. It's get, not a bad rule to live by. Yeah, I mean, you know, we might get done on occasion over the top because you know, especially when we've got Lindelof and Maguire at centre back, there's that risk. But if yeah. Shaw is back, uh, Dallow's got a bit of pace about him. But then once you get Shaw at, at back at left back, you've got some pace then for cover, for recovery yeah. runs. So, but no, much better performance, I thought, from United. Um, not spectacular, but efficient. And that's what yes. we need right now. Get the clean sheet. Germany, German efficiency. German efficiency. Let's need. do it. Uh, right, so that kind of wraps us up for this week's games. What have we got next? We are going around the world in 80 seconds. And we're going... Down under yeah. as well this week. Yeah, we had a tweet. We had a tweet. Let's go tweets. And we got asked to go around the world because the A-League actually has started. So you need to go all around to the opposite side of the world. So I need to go to the opposite side of the world. I need to go upside down. Indeed. So enjoy that. Enjoy that indeed. Right. I'm, uh, not, sure. So... I'm not sure. I can't do cartwheels. I can't. I can't go upside down. It's a good job gravity keeps you that way then, isn't it? Oh, good. Yay for gravity. Yay for gravity. Let's go. Who thought Isaac Newton was going to get a shout-out in this show? <laughs> right. Around the world in 80 seconds. Take it away. So we start in League 1 this week where Wren put five past St Etienne and that makes me very worried for Tottenham's game against them on Thursday night. Marseille are humbled by Brest. They lost by a goal to nil. Bayern Munich beat Borussia Dortmund in the big one in the Bundesliga 3-2 as Leipzig sacked their manager after four months in charge. Yeesh. They really don't get time these days, do they? In Serie A, Inter batter Roma to heap more pressure on Jose Mourinho. He, he, he. Atletico lose to Mallorca thanks to a goal from an on-loan player from Real Madrid. Barcelona lose their unbeaten start under Xavi. The third round of the FA Cup has also been drawn. Yeovil and Kidderminster face Bournemouth and Reading, respectively. 
Swindon face Manchester City. Chesterfield take on Chelsea. Morecambe take on Tottenham. And we have three all-Premier League ties, including United versus Villa and West Ham versus Leeds. And, as we mentioned for our friends down under, Daniel Sturridge's new side, Perth Glory, beat the Melbourne victory in match day three of the Australian League season. Well, there we go. Around the world in 80 seconds. Done. Uh, that Bayern Dortmund game, by the way, has created a bit of drama. Yes. Jude Bellingham's got himself in a bit of trouble. He's got himself in a bit of hot water. Yes. A bit of trouble. Potentially criminal. Actually, I don't understand the criminal element. I'll be honest. It must be something in German law. Yes. So I don't really understand how anything that he said was necessarily criminal. No, but he did get himself a 40,000 euro fine. He did get himself a big well. chunky fine. And the lawyers have apparently sent something to the police, the referee's lawyer. So if you didn't hear, uh, Dortmund gave away a rather controversial penalty, it must be said. And Matt yep. Hummels was uh, accused of handball and the penalty was given. Yeah. And uh, Jude Bellingham, because this referee had a history and had previously been banned for a match-fixing offence. So we are led to believe that, and and he said something that wasn't very nice about that referee, which alluded to maybe he was doing something again. Which, of course, didn't go down well with anybody in German football, particularly that referee. And we should add, we have no opinion on it whatsoever. Nope, no opinion. No legal issues can come this way. We just think that's a very interesting situation, guys, okay? Absolutely. Let's move on. I don't think it was a penalty, though. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the FA Cup. We love the FA Cup. We do love the I love the third round of the FA Cup. Yeah. Swindon. Go, are Swindon going to City or? No, Manchester City are going to Swindon. Okay. Good luck to them. Good luck to them. Hopefully they get out. Kidderminster, the lowest ranked side left in the competition against Reading. That'll be a good game for them. Yeah. Um, Chesterfield. Chelsea should be a good, a nice, um, and Morecambe Tottenham actually. Some good. Morecambe proper... Tottenham would be an interesting one. I was quite happy when that came out. Some proper good FA Cup ties in there. Yeah, I like, I like this. I like it when we get proper FA Tottenham Cup. Tottenham Forest ties. against Arsenal. Obviously, that's been a, a feisty one down the years as well. In, yeah, it really has. Shrewsbury off to Liverpool. Yeah, so some proper proper ties. Yeah, I think it's good that we've only got all th- three all Premier League ones because I think last year we had quite a few more than that. Yeah, we did. Which kind of makes so, it a bit more interesting later on. Yes. Because obviously you've still got a lot of then of of lower league teams we, in the competition later on. Which... Yeah, well you're still going to have 17 teams theoretically in the hat for round four, aren't you, for the yeah. Premier League? So, yeah. Potentially. Come on, the FA Cup. Yeah, we Greatest like... cup competition in the world. We do like the FA Cup. Right. Um, let's move on then. Um, our football manager 2015 wonder kid, uh, is he back in the action yet? He is back in the action. He was on the nice. bench this weekend as Sander Hassan took on Panaborn. And they managed to pick up a point from the game as well. He nice. came on in the 87th minute. They scored in the 93rd. So I have an inclination that he had something to do with there's it. There's definitely some causality in that. Not a direct view to do with uh, it. There's definitely some causality in that. Good substitution from that manager to bring on uh, Gianluca Guadino. Turn, turn the game around for his team. Absolutely. Turn, turn the game on its head. All in three minutes. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't get enough credit, does he? No. What a legend. What a legend. Sign him up. He should, it shouldn't have been Messi winning the Ballon d'Or, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Let I wonder where you. Gianluca might well have finished up. 
had he been on the Ballon d'Or list. Oh, I'd have won it by canter. But yeah, no good to see Gianluca back up and running. In he's getting his season back after that long battle with uh long COVID. battle with COVID Jeepers. Yeah, nice to see him back. Right, so let's have a look at this weekend's fixtures. So we're back on Friday night this week. Brentford versus Watford is the eight o'clock game on Friday. Manchester City take on Wolves at, at Saturday lunchtime. Three games on Saturday afternoon, obviously, because we're in European action again this week. So Chelsea take on Leeds. That'll be a feisty one at the bridge. Liverpool against Aston Villa. Steven Gerrard going back to Anfield. And Arsenal taking on Southampton in the last one of that round of games. Before Norwich take on Manchester United at 5.30. Obviously the original title race between Manchester United and Norwich way back when. Burnley take on West Ham in the Battle of the Claret Blues on Sunday. Leicester take on Newcastle. Also on Sunday, Brighton take on Tottenham at the Amex before we finish up the weekend with Crystal Palace against Everton at 4.30. Some great football to come this weekend. There are a lot of interesting games this yeah, weekend. Yeah, Gerard going yeah. back to Anfield, I'm very, very, very looking forward to that. Oh, we'll get a, an amazing Oh, he'll get an amazing reception. reception, but what I really want to happen is for him to beat Liverpool. Ooh. Because not only will Liverpool hate it, he will also hate it. Yes, yeah. He'll give it. He'll give it all the. Oh well, you know, I'm I'm here with the Villa now. I'm concentrating on us, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. And then if they win, he's got to come out and say how pleased he was that Liverpool lost a game of football. Yes, yeah, his post-match interview will be very interesting if they win. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and I'm no Jude Bellingham, but if the Villa go there and lose five 0 just saying. Oh, okay, okay. I'm no Jude Bellingham. <laughs> He's too much of a professional for that, Stephen Gerrard, I'm afraid. There'll be an interesting one at Carrow Road. I'm not interested in the game as such. I'm interested if Delia Smith can keep awake for long enough to see the whole thing. Yeah, no, well, if she gets, if she has enough drink, she'll be out on the pitch having a go at the fans. Let's be having you. Let's be having you. What a, what a moment in football time that was. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh dear. Right. Well, thanks for listening this week, everybody. Don't forget, you can tweet us at Let's Football Pod. Tell us what you want us to talk about. I mean, we didn't even talk about the big news that broke today as we're recording this around uh, Preston and Plymouth. Yes. And the managerial changes going on. That caused quite a drama on my Twitter feed. So we haven't even got to talk about that. So if you're out there, Plymouth or Preston fans... Uh, let us know your thoughts at Let's Football Pod, or you can email us at Let's Talk Football Podcast four four two at gmail dot com. We'll be back next week. We have plenty more news to talk about, I am sure. Um, but we will catch you next time, I guess. Yeah, we'll do. Bye, everyone. Bye.